it happens a lot, but I remember the first time this happened when someone said supposedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate that. And like, I didn't correct him because I was just so fascinated that I wanted to see how long I could know him and him say that <laughs> word. Supposedly. <laughs> and I moved away before. Oh, you know. So as far as you know, he's still doing that. He's still doing it. Still doing that. Yeah. Probably says espresso too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, there's some that just make you, make you twinge a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm the king. By the way, uh, I do that. I miss say words. phrases. No, fra- like phrases. Oh, phrases, that's normal. Well, you just make up words I, too while you're at it. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that before. So we were at the marriage retreat <laughs> last weekend and I, I promise you, they were talking about conflict resolution and it was completely appropriate for them. I, 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 and I said it out loud. Only Stephanie heard me and she giggled. But it was totally appropriate. Attackative. Attackative, Attackative is still not a word, It's Joey. not, but it's sometimes very appropriate. To like, it's very it's, attackative. It's the only word that works. No, I get you. you it's know? like last night while I was teaching. What's that? When, when I talked about just being whelmed. I hope you're just whelmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not a word. But you know what I mean? There's yes. overwhelmed and underwhelmed. Why isn't whelmed a thing? Sometimes it just works. I'm just, I'm just whelmed. How are you? Whelmed. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, what's the guy from uh, Back to the Future? Marty Marty no, no, I'm Biff. Biff, oh. you know, Biff's like, yeah. <laughs> make like a tree and, and get, get out of get here. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just leave, you idiot. <laughs> well, uh, we are just back at it, and we're doing a catch-up episode where we just uh, sit and talk and catch up and uh, preview our, our season. So uh, it's been a while since we've been around the round table. We had grand hopes of getting back here. I think we had early December on the calendar. We did. We were going to start <laughs> recording early December. We now sit here in mid-January, yeah. and we needed all that break. And it was almost a miracle that we got here. Yeah. It's been, we've mm-hmm. tried to record several times, and yeah. something has happened. Sure. I had the flu last week. Mm-hmm. That wasn't fun. Don't recommend it. <laughs> just, just saying. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. One star. One star to-dos. on the flu. I'll cross that off my to dos this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You learn so much here at the round. You really <laughs> the round table. You really do. Um, and so, anyway, I just want to hear from you guys, um, sort of what the Lord's been teaching you, and and even what you've been just thinking about and contemplating and chewing on, and you know, because um, of course I asked the question because I have something. <laughs> I mean, but I'm deferring. Is that to how you. that really goes? That's really. He thinks of what he wants to say. He acts like it's a topic he wants us to discuss, yeah, and yeah, then sure. we do it. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a comparative thing. Let's see if their stuff is as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> My stuff is not as good. That's not true. But I do believe mine is unique to me, and therefore, well, you can def- figure it out if it's better or not. I don't know. We'll let the audience decide. It doesn't matter what the audience decides. Joey's going to think his is the best. <laughs> wow. I think it's cold in here, but I think my face just turned red. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of of why you're a good leader. I'm okay if you go first, frankly. No, no, no. I want to hear. Okay. You want want me to? Yeah. All right. No, I want to go first. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I, you know, some of this is like, so it's funny because we're sitting down here and we were kind of having this conversation for others to hear about what the Lord's doing in our lives. And really and truly, like Jeff, Lori, and I, we get the chance to 
you know, we, we work on so many things together. Now, all three of us are on the same team at work. So we're constantly rubbing shoulders that way. We office in proximity to each other as well. We work on equip together, both <laughs> classes and podcasts. So, you know, some of this is might, might be new to y'all, but I'm sure over time there might be questions that, as I kind of talk about this, that you guys might have about it. But, you know, uh, last two weeks ago, um, I was going to do the staff Devo and, um, it was really kind of cool. Cause that was an exercise where Jeff, you and I, I mean, it's really funny whether I preach mm-hmm. or, um, you know, I have a, a leadership situation, like I'll, I'll walk right next door to you. And it's really great because there's a lot of group think that happens. That's mm-hmm. really fun. And I'm like, I know I've talked about this before to you or whatever, any mm-hmm. subject, but I need to recollect what it is. And then you ask me questions. And so I was like, Hey, I want to do the staff diva. What, what should, should I do? And you asked the question, if our staff started doing or implementing one thing mm-hmm. to move the needle, whatever that means, whatever the measuring rod is, what mm-hmm. would that be? And it was really cool because we, when we started talking about it, it's been a lot of the things that we've been talking about just generally mm-hmm. um, about, and the word that came to mind was dignity. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I started reading the book, The Motive by Patrick Lencioni. Mm-hmm. And he talks, you know, what I'm attracted to in that book was about having, how leaders need to have hard conversations. Yeah. And um, we, we live in a world where conflict is scary, where speaking truth is scary. And part of it is mm-hmm. because we speak truth with no love. Mm-hmm. We, we, we don't, if we actually understood that we care and love someone well enough, showing them dignity, offering them dignity by by speaking difficult things. And it's a conversation, it's not one way. Hey, I perceive this, mm-hmm. reflect back to me, any thoughts? And if you don't have thoughts in the moment, feel free to come back in the future to, to come have this conversation. But I find that relationships... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dovetail this conversation of dignity and having hard conversations with relationships. I have found that you really can't have deep relationships unless hard things have transpired and you've gotten through those hard For things. For sure. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of that, all of that has kind of been something that I've been realizing. Um, and there's many layers underneath that, but that's just kind of hmm. what the Lord has been showing and revealing to me hmm. uh, lately. That's so. good. That is good. And a little behind the curtain of on staff, we really do work on those kind of things. Yeah. We yeah. work on, you know, not only how to be Christ followers <laughs> personally and, and yeah. keeping those spiritual disciplines, but right. um, you know, how to relate to each other in a way that is is Christ like. Mm-hmm. Um and, and when you taught that at, at staff meeting, that's kind of where you went. Was mm-hmm. we, we all have dignity mm-hmm. because we're made in the image of God. Yeah. And we gotta approach all the hard conversations yeah. that way. And, you know, I tell people when they ask me when I came on staff, you know, was I worried? And I said, I was, I was a little worried that <laughs> this had been my church for 15 years. And then I was going to come on staff and I was going to be like, oh man, it's only <laughs> Sunday mornings that are good. Yeah. Um, and the exact opposite, <laughs> the exact opposite is true. Mm. Like we do, we do have conflict. Yeah. We do disagree on things, mm-hmm. but because we have good leaders like Joey and, and Dave and those above him, we really do work on it yeah. mm-hmm. in, in a way that the Bible says to do it. And guess what? It works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right. You know? And you can always think that uh, one of the things we've talked about around the round table and one of the things just in general, people think that their situation's different. Mm. I'm not going to handle it the way the Bible says to handle it because my situation's unique or mm. whatever. And I, I've just never seen it mm. 
not done the way, if it's done, if it's done in a way that's contrary to the Bible, it doesn't go well. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> I'm not saying it goes like swimmingly or perfect 100% when you do it with the Bible, but like there's, you, you can lay your head down at night yep. knowing you did what you possibly could. Peace, yeah. yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, based on what the scripture says. And really it does take two people mm-hmm. to, to have conflict well, uh, or have it end well, um, because, because the other person has to also have the same amount of willingness of dignity mm-hmm. and humility yeah. and grace. That yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, there's wisdom like we talk about. There's, you know, there's, there's a tension here, you yeah. know, because the same scripture that, or the same Bible that tells us how to, how to go to someone well also says, if it's an offense you can overlook, it's Do it. to your benefit, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Correct. So, yeah. you know, it, there, it, it does call for wisdom and wisdom does entail assessing uh, the relationship ahead of time. If there's not a foundation to have that mm-hmm. conversation, yeah, it's not going to go well, the first time, maybe, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's, you know, and that's when you take somebody else or however you do it or you overlook it, that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm just kind of thinking out loud mm-hmm. right now. But, yeah, I mean, that is something that, because we haven't always, I mean, you and I have talked about that a little bit. You even talked about that in the Devo a little bit. You know, we worked together for eight years, mm-hmm. closely together for five of those. Mm-hmm. And at first, we had to go through a season of building history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you can't, you can't fake history. Right, like you can't just make that up on the spot. Like Correct. it either exists or it doesn't. Right? Uh, is this a relationship that I want to build history uh, with and within? Yeah. Um, or is a relationship worth overlooking? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like we don't have to be buddies with everybody. Right. But when you realize, like, I think this yeah. is worth fighting for mm-hmm. in any kind of relationship, then yeah. you do what you got to do. You knock on the door. You have the hard conversation. You ask some clarifying questions, yeah. and you take to heart what you need to, and you. You know, push aside the stuff that needed to be shared, but it's not something you have to walk forward carrying. You know what I mean? It's like, that's just kind of that give and take of relationships, I think. So I agree with that. I mean, I think that, uh, to speak personally, yeah, I think I'm continuing to learn that. I think that's Mm. something, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, I don't have an answer for that right now. Mm. I think that, I mean, that is kind of where I'm at. Mm. Just uh, continuing to learn who I am now Mm. as a a grandpa and a Mm. husband who's been married almost 30 years and a, a dad of, you know, now almost two married kids mm. and you know at a job I've been at 11 years like I'm not the same person I was 11 years ago right. or when we had no kids or when I had no grandkids you know what I mean yep. you continue to learn and that impacts all those relationships yep. and how you communicate and navigate because you just have more of a database we're, to draw yeah. on I think. we're always yeah. in a new uh, this we get uh, you know if maybe we get 80 years maybe we get 90 mm-hmm. years you know we're not guaranteed tomorrow mm-hmm. but every is that a bible verse every season <laughs> of life <laughs> <laughs> every, every season of life where we're, it's changing it's ever changing like and he, you're excited about something over there but what was you worshiping one or the other <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> one up, that's right um, no but I, I think like all we have is the present and the resource of the scriptures and our previous sanctification mm-hmm. to kind of move us forward yeah. and respond I think I always say this phrase like we, we think in life we're going to arrive and we we don't ever arrive until glory. <laughs> we don't really ever. Right. And it, that's kind of the plight of man and the blessing of man. And the person you're talking to hasn't either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that's a good point. Uh, you know? Yeah, right. Like, I I'm going to give that. myself like, grace because I haven't arrived yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about the person you're talking to? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, good. okay. She's got her Bible open. Well, Hand so, finally went down, by the way. If anybody's wondering. <laughs> It really does dovetail exactly into what one of my things God's been teaching me. I mean, literally goes right with what y'all are talking about, which is um, 
just this concept of wisdom and and how it's formed. Um, I've been reading through the Proverbs, which mm. every once in a while I do, I'll just get where I want, I just want to read through the Proverbs. Mm. And I started looking at how many times the word um, way or path was used in the Proverbs. And just in the Proverbs, it's like 88 times. Wow. And so then of course I start digging and this whole word way or path is used like 600 times uh, in the Bible. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I, I just started thinking through like wisdom because Proverbs is a wisdom book. It's part of the wisdom books. Mm-hmm. What's the connection between how many times the word path or way is used in the Proverbs? And I just started thinking like it, wisdom is a path. Mm, yeah, it's good. And you just walk down it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just one foot in front of the other, left, right, left, right. How do you get wisdom? <laughs> yes, we ask for it. James says we ask for it. Yeah. But it's, I, you know, I think in analogies, I, I, <laughs> I was thinking like, well, salvation is a door and we walk through it. Mm-hmm. And something changes on the other side of that door. Yeah. But wisdom's not really like that. Mm. Wisdom's not really a door, it's a path. A lot more gradual. Yeah, it's a lot more mm. gradual and you, and you walk down it. I mean, do you skip down the path sometimes? Do you crawl down the path mm-hmm. sometimes? But yeah. for the most part, it's pretty not exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty day to day. Yeah, I don't remember which episode or even which season at this point. We talk about wisdom being the, the application of knowledge. Yeah. Like yeah. you gain knowledge in an instant, but it's only in the working out and applying and seeing how it works learning how it works, yeah. learning how it doesn't work, that it turns into wisdom, yeah. But good. you know what, I th- like if somebody asked you to give your testimony, are you gonna talk about the left, right, left, right, walking down the path? Right. We don't do that. No. We talk about the door moments where something changed. Mm. And yet, to me, the large majority of my growth comes through mm. things like what Joey's talking about. Like, how do I treat someone with dignity? Yeah. How do I, it's, it's kind of the day-to-day thing. So yeah. if, you know, if people are listening to this and they're like, well, God's not doing anything in my life, are, are you mm. doing left, right, left, right down right. the path? You know, the disciplines, the all, mm-hmm. he probably is. Yeah. You're, you're growing in wisdom. You're yeah. walking towards that destination. And I found too that the Lord is, the Lord teaches almost, gives the opportunity to teach people kind of nothing new under the sun, all the same things. Right. You know, like last night I was talking to somebody and uh, they talked about the uh, season of loneliness. Mm. And it's interesting because this was a single person I was talking to and uh, they, they had been, uh, and it really had nothing to do, her, the, her loneliness had very little to do with her relationship status uh, right. as far as like a, having a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It was, it was I, I lived away from family um, and I counted the cost of what it meant. I, I realized how important my family was and started talking about this. And as I'm sitting here listening to her talk, Stephanie and I, we have family here. Uh, we have each other. We have our four kids. We have lots of people in our lives. Mm-hmm. And yet we are still on a path of figuring out um, we have friendships, like deep friendships together back on the East Coast. Um, individually, we have uh, friends here, um, you know, but we're still figuring out this concept of, I don't want to say lonely, we're not lonely, but but there's a semblance of loneliness. So he's teaching everybody in different ways mm-hmm. about similar things and really ultimately drawing our us back to himself mm-hmm. uh, through all these things that we're learning in different 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 ways. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that's uh, I think that's really good. Yeah, the the path thing is really good. I think um, kind of the day to day. Use the word day to day. I use the word present. 
you know, I, I realize just being present in the moment of what God is is teaching mm-hmm. um, and having our eyes open. When you said like the example of maybe you no, know, God's not doing anything in my life. Man, I think God's doing so many things every day in everyone's lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really, no matter what, He is pursuing you, and that's that's the beauty mm-hmm. of the goodness of God is that He's He's constantly pursuing us in different in different ways. Do y'all want to hear my other one yeah. that that Jeff made happen in my life? Okay. okay, well, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm okay, on the, so I'm this on is, is going to be throwing Jeff under the <laughs> Me bus. Me too. I'm going to... And she's going to throw you under the bus. Yeah. This is getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. better. I'm going to throw him under the bus, and I'm also going to promote something he cares deeply about all at once. Woo. Now, do you know where it's uh, going? Yep, sure do. So, a cool thing that God is doing um, right now in my life is uh, really through D groups. Mm, yeah. And... Um, you know, I, I got the privilege of helping to write a tiny bit of the D group curriculum and um, was really kind of in on some of that. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> um, see the, was, see I, the other seasons where I talk about the Bible studies I've written. I, I was going to say, and also because I also wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> that was also very good. Anyway, the point Everybody of saying, oh good. my gosh. Sorry, go ahead finish your story. <laughs> the point of me saying that at all is that I had not done a D group and I'd kind of resisted it even though I had a you know a part in putting it together. And I don't really know why except that I was a little scared of that small of a group <laughs> um and spending that much time like and, and messy. just the commitment. Yes, I <laughs> yeah. don't know. It was I don't have commitment issues, evidently. <laughs> and so we had the opportunity the three of us had the opportunity to uh meet with someone kind of in a just a, a talking just care pastoral situation with some stuff she had going on. And um, she said something about, well, I don't really know what my next best step is. And Jeff said, Jeff looks at me and says, well, Lori's been wanting to start a D group. Why don't you be in her D group? At which time my head spun around like the exorcist. <laughs> I remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So I was Jeff, completely unaware in the moment, but I remember uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. So, so Jeff committed me to a D group in front of God and everyone. <laughs> Um, after I had been saying, in fairness to him, I need to do it. I need to do it. I need to do it. I want to do it. And so um, that has happened and we're um, about a semester into the D group and it has just been great. Mm -hmm. Just the reminder of um, the the fundamentals, so to Mm -hmm. speak, going back to who God is and who I am and then who I am in Jesus. And um, that's been really, really great. And Mm -hmm. that small community that I was scared of Mm -hmm. has just been amazing yeah, just yeah. the reminder that we're united as mm-hmm. as sisters in Christ and we you just love each other because mm-hmm. of that like That's you're good. pursuing something together mm. yeah and it's just it's great and <laughs> yeah. and I've been enjoying that the the ingredients in different resources are really cool. So you've you've taught a lot mm-hmm. of studies. You've uh, been a part of different Bible studies. Those are all fantastic. Mm-hmm. People grew in them. You referenced something last night about uh, uh, someone who was in your classes and now she's teaching those classes. Yeah, that's like right. there's, re- there's the, the ability to reproduce who you are in mm-hmm. Jesus happens in very different formats. Right. And I love that you said this is a new environment, a different environment mm-hmm. where uh, there's new ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, same Scripture, though, same yeah. same thing, same principle, based on that, and and God uses it, and I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. I think sometimes people say, "Well, I don't need a D group because I've already done, been there, done that." Right. It's like, well, it's just a it's an Austin Ridge ingredient, right? A set of ingredients uh, to help you grow in your yeah, faith, which is really good, and cool. Yeah. So there you go. So, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys have before we kind of move on here? 
think so. I actually had uh, Sabbath written down, uh, but we don't Every have- <laughs> season, Joey writes down <laughs> Sabbath. But uh, we need to come back and have a new, sure. new conversation about that. But we don't have time today. We'll tease that one out. But <laughs> uh, but I did have Sabbath uh, written on my notes. Something that God's been teaching me over and over again about how important it is yeah. that we should do. Rest is important. Rest is good. That's right. God is resting. Okay, we agree it's on that. part of the pattern of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Look at that. We agree. We agree. On all those things. <laughs> and that's why we should move on. That's where we stop. <laughs> um, this, this next season, if you, if you were studying the Ridge Guide, uh, you might have seen that in the Ridge Guide, if you looked under the Equip Roundtable podcast that we were going to do, I like that because last, uh, uh, last season we did, I don't like that. We were going to do, I like that. And we realized we like everything. <laughs> we, <laughs> it was really hard to narrow yeah, it down. We like all the Bible. It's all good. <laughs> So uh, we, we, we're pivoting and uh, we're, we're going to do something that actually came from in different environments and different classes in the equipment industry. Uh, we always um, ask for people to ask questions and we're going to do that for this season as well. Uh, but every time we uh, solicit questions, there is, um, there's a grouping of questions that we get. Uh, and so we're calling this season top 10. So we're going to cover the top 10 questions that we get uh, from people. And, mm-hmm. and I have a list of 10 in front of uh, me right now uh, that I've gotten from other in, uh, environments. They're the most um, repeated questions that mm-hmm. we've received over the span of the uh, lifespan of Equip. But that doesn't mean that we can't get more that might trigger, hey, we might mm-hmm. want to do those as well. So, so the top 10 questions, and um, I have two questions for us. What, what is exciting about Go, talking about the top 10 mm. and then what makes us a little nervous about talking about the top 10? Uh, excited. Just, I mean, talk about stuff that, um, I mean, I would assume things we don't talk about a lot. Otherwise, yeah. it wouldn't be a question somebody has, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I think that's fun. Hopefully trying to fill in some gaps, but also knowing that uh, talking about those, whatever, honestly, I don't even remember what's on sure. our list in total, uh, but there's going to be something that probably I say for sure, because it's kind of my lane, that's going to, like rub somebody the wrong way. It's like, well, I don't agree with that. And, you know, and then it comes up with another question. So it's just, you know, just that kind of domino effect that can happen when you yeah. talk about things that may or may not be kind of universally agreed upon already. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. That, that definitely, I think, will be part of it. Like one of the things, one of the questions is, if God's in control, how does prayer work? Uh-huh. And so I don't know, we've talked about prayer. Sure. But, I, I, you know, there's so many layers of theology yeah. to consider yeah. when we discuss prayer that that are Tier two, tier three issues that we sure. have to just kind of triage. So that'll be that'll be yeah. interesting. I didn't yeah. know I was excited until just now, and I was like, "Oh, can we talk about that now?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is exciting. It's exciting to get to address things that we know other people are interested in. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what we do around this table is to talk about things we're interested yeah, in. Right, <laughs> right. That's and so yeah. I want to talk about things we know people are interested mm-hmm. in. I yeah. really hope people will email us with questions. Mm-hmm. That makes me so excited yeah. to get to address those kind of things. This is, that's really funny you just said that. We talk about things that we're interested in. Last, last night, someone, someone said, uh, every time we go on a road trip, listen to you guys. And you guys, you guys think you're funny. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and clearly. it's funny because that's a repeated thing that yeah. people have said to us about. <laughs> they didn't say, you guys are funny. They, they said, said they you think guys they're funny. Think, <laughs> so that's, that's good. We but you he- listened. That's yeah, all that's right. Right. <laughs> We think each other are funny. That's true. Yeah, that that's is, really what it is. It is true. We that's crack true. each other up. <laughs> One of the things I'm excited about, uh, and, and I had a lot of fun with this when we did setting the story straight, I would, I would talk to my kids and ask my kids, you know, what their 
perception of a Bible story mm-hmm. was. Your and, kids have great answers. On and, they do. Uh, and so I, I asked, you know, Sayla now is uh, in, uh, yeah, she's in eighth grade and she um, is, is been taught with her style of education to question everything. And it's been, it's actually been really good. And it's been a good adjustment, you know, for me now that she's having, finding her voice. Mm. Um, And now she's in a season where um, it's going from mom and dad's faith to her faith. And uh, a lot of, a lot of prayers to the Lord, a lot of just trusting and letting go and saying, okay, like, but some of the questions we're going to talk about are actually questions that she's been asking me at home. Yeah. Uh, You know, one of them uh, surrounds, and might be a couple episodes, but why did God create the opportunity for Adam and Eve to sin? And Mm -hmm. those have been in theology textbooks for a long time. There's been books written about the problem of evil and that kind of thing. But some of our follow-up questions were really good. We'll we'll, we'll tackle this, um, you know, this season. But uh, would Adam and Eve uh, have understood consequence if there was no sin previously? Like, could mm-hmm. they really make make the right or wrong choice if they really didn't understand mm. right and wrong and they didn't understand consequence? Oh, do you, are we entering it now? No. Oh, <laughs> We're teasing things out. It's, it's the call in the biz, right? Teasing it out. <laughs> I'm getting less and less excited with each of these questions. Was that smart, Sayla? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> then we're in trouble. If Jeff's not smart enough, we're in trouble. He's That's the smart right. one at the table. That's right, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, what's important for us to understand about this reality and, mm. and that kind of thing. And so, um, you know, we get questions about God's will and can we miss it? Can we miss God's will for mm. our lives and things yeah. like that? And so very, some some are a little heady and, and theological and some are just incredibly practical. Mm. You know, we reference prayer, we reference, uh, you know, uh, God's will in in your life, um, you know, and things like that. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a fun season. So we would invite you to to email us equip at austinridge dot org. Uh, send in your questions, um, and yeah, we want to talk about things that that will help you in in your walk uh, with the Lord. So cool. Anything else, guys? Good to be back. Good to be back. It is good to be back. All right. <laughs>